It's time to step into the more that God has for you. This is Eunice Lai, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of Beyond the Building with Laura Pereno and Debbie Kiever of the Beyond Women's Conference. Hi there, friends. Welcome back to Beyond the Building. We are really so grateful that you joined us. You've been a part of what God is doing here as we are making history in the month of September. And this is our final episode in our Making History series. And man, it has been good for my soul. Deb, I'm sure you feel the same way. And we just pray that you feel the same way as you're listening to us today. Now, we started off uh, first week of September looking at the concept of Zikaron. And man, I got pretty fired up about that because to see that God doesn't want us to take the historical concepts from our lives, things that have happened in the past, and just kind of leave them as Uh, a line item of things that we've gone through, but he calls us to take the things that we've experienced and live them and breathe them and carry them into where we are today. I I just think that blows my mind. So I'm so grateful for how God gave us this idea of really carrying uh, where we have been into the future with us as we go. I also was so excited and had so much fun. Debbie, you know, you know we how much fun we had, laughs. right? With fun. our with our guests. That's right. Uh, three of my elementary uh special guests joined us, which is super fun. Three girls that I've known since elementary school. And they've just maintained their longstanding uh friendship really for how many years? I mean, I'm 54 now, and this was probably when we were eight. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's a through, long time. Yeah, it is through, um, you know, intentionally reaching out to each other and supporting each other. Uh, we just saw that, that was the key to long-term friendships and relationships uh, as we keep going in, in the body of Christ. And then last week we had my longtime friends because we established the week before that I don't have friends from second grade. Um, <laughs> apparently I missed not, that. Not many people do, Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> but I had my friend Mary Beth Rumer come and share about a healthy boundary. She was the Christian counselor. I had great ideas, great insights about unhealthy boundaries really can be relationship killers. And so she had some great points to share. So I got to tell you in this last podcast, I was praying about it. And um, I just felt like the Lord said, it's, it's got to be about common denominators, simple, simple and straightforward about what are some of the common denominators of long-standing friendships. As I began to pray about it, I, I don't know about you, but when I think back to life in the 70s, life in the 80s, it was not as complicated. Even mm. the drama that we had, right, in our elementary through high school years, the drama in our friendships was not as complicated as I feel like it is today for the youth of today. I totally agree. And it's interesting because, you know, we were created for community. This is the way the Lord created us. And so the enemy is going to work overtime to destroy what we were created for, right? The thing that we crave, what we really need, because he doesn't want to see us walking Mm -hmm. in healthy relationships. And I think looking back at when I was growing up with these girls in second grade, and I look at kids growing up today, right? It is a different space out there today. And and we all know that, uh, whether it's social media, creating changes and how friends communicate, 
um, or, or just life and how busy we can be. I mean, I hung out with kids at the Creek all day long, right? Face-to-face, common experiences, skipping rocks over the water, jumping on the stones. There was no confusion in what our relationship was, right? We're just hanging out, having fun. Yeah, but now to today, nobody just goes and plays outside. It's like this orchestrated play date. Yes. And yes. I think the people are in so many more clubs and practices and the this, this schedule. We're teaching our kids to be type A children. Yes. And, and when you do that, there's less time for just kid play, right? Just yes. relax time being, uh, being down, down with each other. We talk about social media. How many, um, pieces of conflict have you dealt with because your finger hit the wrong emoji mm-hmm, on a text mm-hmm. to somebody, something yeah. dumb like that, but it becomes a big deal. What, why would you give me an angry face? Yes. Oh, yes. You're like, what? Yes. And you're like, it's my fat thumb. I'm sorry. Yes. Meant to be happy, which yeah. is, I saw this thing on uh, Instagram the other day. Somebody posted, I thought it was the funniest thing. And I totally related to it. Like when I text a message to my friend, I want to use all exclamation marks, but then I don't want them to think that I'm some kind of crazy person that's just hyper excited all the time. So I throw in a couple of periods now and then, but I don't want to just use all periods because I don't want them to think that I'm mad at them by the way oh that I'm writing. Goodness. Right. So I make sure that I do exclamation mark, period, exclamation mark. And I just thought that is so true. Like literally we've gotten to a place in life now where I feel like I have to go back on my text. Did I write that correctly? Am I, am I transferring what I mean? Because so much crisis comes out of a lack of understanding because everything yeah. is virtual, you know, right. which is just crazy. So we've got all this stuff going on, which works against lifelong friendships. And really just like everything else in life, when we want to be healthy, right, we need to get back to the word of God for our friendships and get back to some of the healthy practices that he gives us in the word. Now, Ecclesiastes 4, uh, 10 to 12, I know my, uh, my girlfriends from second grade reference okay. some of this verse, but this is just, this is just good stuff. Listen, two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up, but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they can keep warm, but how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not mm-hmm. quickly broken. I mean, there's so many simple principles in here that God is saying, hey, you want a long time relationships. Remember this. I mean, when I, when I have a good, healthy relationship, I'm able to accomplish more for the kingdom than mm-hmm. if I try to fly solo. I think there's a lot of people flying solo because they can't agree with each other. Yep. Right. So yep. it's like, look, when there's two or better than one, they have a good return on their labor. We got to learn how to work together because it, it bears more kingdom fruit, which is really what is the heart of God. And these long-term relationships, if one of them falls down, the other can help each other up. Yep. That's what your friends, you know, were saying the second grade friends of which I don't have, but we're not, we're not going to get perseverate <laughs> on that. <laughs> they were like, look, when we had crises, mm-hmm. it rallied around. And mm-hmm. even though they live apart from each other, it's like, man, let's, we'll pull up a zoom thing. Let's pray for each other regularly. They were there through the ups and downs to rally around each other. Yeah, that was pretty powerful. And um, I do remember that. And, you know, I think about you and me and uh, I'm so grateful because I know that I have that with you too. Mm-hmm. Um, we have had a very long-term uh, friendship, you know, very long, not second grade, but well, first I'm... year of college for me, yeah. second year of college for you. Maybe you can say that. 
How's that? All right. Second, second year of college. Second year of college. There you go. So not as impressive as second grade, <laughs> but we'll get past no. that. That's right. Well, maybe when you're 54, that is impressive. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I do remember that. And and I love the 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 court of three strands is not quickly broken. Now they were three friends, but they had Jesus as their center. Right. But really, when you look at that scripture, it's right, it's you, me, and Jesus. And when Jesus is in the widow, widow, the middle, like wow, that is a powerful relationship. Jesus is the key strand that keeps all the cords together. You know, they actually really made a point to mention that throughout that podcast, that the glue that held them together was their yeah. relationship to Jesus. Yeah. You know, in different wording, but that's, that's basically what they said. Yeah. So this month of common denominators, it's just a couple we're going to list. There's many more, I'm sure, but these are the ones we're just going to focus on, bring up briefly on this podcast. Um, and I felt like when I was praying about this, this topic, the Lord was like, Debbie, you, you have long-term relationships. Some my parents are still together. My grandparents, you know, hit the five O mark together. You have had modeled for you how to have long-standing friendships, but so many today don't have that modeling. Their parents are not together. Their grandparents are not together. There's the Jekyll and Hyde, you know, or like the Hatfield McCoy, right? At the family um, holidays and who's not talking to each other this year. And, and that's just within family. And then they mm-hmm. don't see it. They don't see the long standing friendships in their peer groups. I mean, I, I think of when I was growing up, you grew up in Bucks County and you mm. died in Bucks County mm-hmm. where now you've got people I've moved 12 times in 12 years. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's a different generation and what might seem to be common sense when you've had good role modeling is not common sense to mm-hmm. many, many people today. And I feel like that's why he was mm-hmm. saying, go back to some common denominators. Mm-hmm. So the, the one of well, the first one we can talk about is that this is tricky. This is a tricky one. Good friendships, healthy friendships are going to re- rejoice in the season where the other person is being blessed in an area that mm-hmm. you are longing to be blessed in, mm-hmm. like to really celebrate, genuinely celebrate when the other person is experiencing like an answer to prayer or God is, you know, providing in a way that you're sitting there going, do you know how long I've wanted this? Mm-hmm. And I, I think of you and I, you, you mm-hmm. and I definitely have walked through this. I did not struggle to become pregnant with chip or Dan, mm-hmm. but you're one of my best friends, but that's not your story. Nope. No, like infertility is one of my, uh, my biggest and greatest testimonies now. Right. right. But it was back then it was a, a huge, painful, painful deal for me. And, you know, looking back now and zikaroning that those moments, right. like I wouldn't trade, uh, my baby girl, Emily, and that we adopted, uh, so many years ago now for the world, like she, she is exactly who God intended for my story. Um, but there were years, like years of having to choose to celebrate, um, friends who were getting pregnant so easily friends and family members. Right. Cause if we're mm. just going to be legit here, right. Both my sister-in-law and my sister in the same time and season that I'm trying to have one baby, they both had two babies. Mm -hmm. And so the family is growing and Christmas is growing and baby showers are happening. And all my, my friends that I, you know, are also married and that I went to college with or, or 
high school, second grade. Everybody, oh, there we go again. <laughs> Everybody's everybody has the Christmas picture with the baby in it now, right? Yeah. And I'm starting to think, do I even do I even send out the Christmas card again, right? With no baby. Everybody knows my story. They know that I want this. And so it was really um making a choice and getting all the tears out before I showed up, right? Where you have you celebrate with your friends who are, who are receiving that blessing in that moment. And, um, man, it, it's hard. It's really hard. It's a hard road to walk, but, um, you, you have to celebrate. I think really Deb, just like practically to another passage that comes out in my mind is like when in the, the reason God tells us in the, um, in the 10 commandments, right. Don't, don't be envious, right. Don't be envious mm. of what other people have be content. Paul says that Jesus says it through Paul's like be content don't be envious. And when we're content and we're not envious, we really can celebrate, even right. though we're, we're, we're mourning our own story, but we can celebrate with others. I think there's that those two sides of the coin. We're talking about what it means to be a good friend. You are celebrating for the person who's got the blessing. It's got to go two ways. The person who's got the blessing has yes. got to still be sensitive yes, yes. and not flaunt it. Yes. Right. And maybe- yes you know, you come to a baby shower for me and I don't just start the whole focus is on me, the baby, the baby, the baby. Maybe I just hug you a little mm-hmm, bit longer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can't mm-hmm. fix, I can't fix something, mm-hmm. but I can just say by, by a longer hug mm-hmm. to tell you, I love you. Mm-hmm. And you're, you know, you mm-hmm. just know that I know that it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so to have a little bit more social awareness, you know, yes, that, yeah, that's the, good. who was the person you're talking to, Yep. you know, when it comes to um, holidays, you know, where I try to, when friends have lost a loved one, a mother mm-hmm. or a father, I, I, I don't always get this. I don't always do it because I don't always remember, but I asked the Lord, help me to remember to send a card. You're good at that. You know, you are I'm, good at that, yes. I know this is a hard father's day for you. Mm-hmm. I know it's a hard mother's day. Um, I'm just want you to know I care, right? Mm-hmm. I think the other big area that you walk through right seasons is when everybody's getting engaged, mm-hmm. except that one person. Always a bridesmaid, mm-hmm. never a bride. This is not an example, right? It's hard to smile for your eighth mm-hmm. wedding party when you don't have a date. Mm-hmm. It's just hard, and then to be on the side of. I'm in the, I'm in, I'm the one getting married and mm-hmm. be sensitive that, that your friend is there because they love you mm-hmm. and they're celebrating, but it does not mean it's easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think it's that hard, but important choice. Don't you feel like that is really the the stuff of life that makes you when it's the hard, yeah. Yeah. but you do the right thing, right. Yep. To celebrate the wins of your friends, especially when it hits a painful button. And I, yeah. I really think I love that the quarter three strands, right? When Jesus is, is the main chord there, it definitely, um, it's, it's going to work better. Uh, but it really, you need to ask the Holy spirit to help you, mm-hmm. you know, he's our comforter. So in those places, typically there's a broken place. He'll comfort us in that broken place as we surrender and do what God's called us to do to celebrate, uh, the win of others. And so asking, uh, the Holy spirit to help us guide us, uh, God knows how hard it is. And, we also know from the word that there's nothing we experience that Jesus hasn't walked and hasn't felt. Right. So I, I do think that's one of the key points in here too, Deb, is how many times 
you're in that room, right? And and the the woman is being celebrated as having the baby, and you're like, I am the only one in this room who is grieving right now. I am the only one in this room who has ever felt this pain. A, probably not true. Probably somebody else in the room is going through it too. But regardless, Jesus felt it. Jesus experienced. So there is somebody else who knows our painful place. And so he felt it. He walked the road that we walk. The Holy Spirit's there to help us. And he really does love us. And we will have supernatural grace to be able to honestly be happy with those that we are celebrating in that moment. I'm, I'm sure, honestly, if we asked our listeners for examples, all of us have a moment where we have mm-hmm. struggled and celebrated at the same time, whether mm-hmm. it's a wedding or an anniversary or, you know, whatever it might be, um, choosing to celebrate uh, with others versus feeling badly about it. You want long-term, you want your friendship to be long-term it's just like marriage. Don't you, don't you ever hear or say to people like marriage, it's fun, but it's work, right? Right. Friendship, same thing. It's not always going to be easy. It's places where you have to work it out, but it's so rewarding. It's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it. I think the second simple common denominator is these longtime friendships have given each other the freedom to be the real deal. Yep. Right. To be transparent and to, to struggle. Like, you know, you and I have a long relationship and I have not always looked like the Christian lady to you. Mm. I've not always sounded strong. I've had doubts about God. I've, I've questioned his plan. I've questioned his character and you have never thrown in the towel and said, wow, I thought you were more than that, Debbie, Mm. you know, Mm. but on the flip side, in listening to me and giving me that space to vent and work it out and be real, right? Be transparent. There have been times where after listening, you have loved me enough to not let me continue speaking nonsense, Mm -hmm. right? Or making bad choices, or I don't want to forgive. I just want to stew on how somebody has offended me. You've listened, but then you spoke the truth in love. Mm -hmm. And so because you gave me space to be myself as I wrestled through things, but then you loved me enough not to let me stay there, right? It be- you became uh, one of the safe people that I could be real with. And that's huge, right? I don't want to mm-hmm. feel like I have to be perfect mm-hmm. in front of you. And I have not had to be. And that's, that's made the difference for me. Well, and you just, you just said it right there, the word safe that's safe, right? We, God has allowed us to, uh, or has created with you and me a, a safe relationship. And that's what we're created for in long-term relationships, a friendship that is safe, that, you know, the person loves you for who you are and loves you enough to not let you just, uh, stand, not just stand by and allow you to continue on, like you were saying, and unhealthy, right. uh, patterns and lifestyles. Cause that's really what love is, right? Love isn't, love isn't just saying, um, you know, listening, love is also saying, I don't want you to be stuck. Right. And so how are we going to, how are we going to work on that? And honestly, it goes both ways. Uh, I'm so grateful. Uh, this is the emotional moment, right? I'm so grateful for what God has done in my story um, as he brought you in in my, my first year of college and uh, the way that you have spoken truth uh, into my life in my places where I've experienced 
uh, pain. I know we've both gone through seasons where, you know, we're angry or overwhelmed or frustrated, where we've questioned God's plan, right? And we've laid it all out on the table with each other. And, and there we still are. So that is, that's a long-term. We didn't run away from this. We didn't run away from the table. That's right. I'm out of here. Uh, I, yeah. Mutual. This is almost like a mutual um, admiration yeah. podcast. You know, it's this Zikaro moment, Laura, right? Where we're yeah. looking at each other on Zoom and thinking, yeah. wow, God, thank you. Thank you for yeah. what you've done yeah, yeah, yeah. in that Amen. long-term relationship. But that's, that's what he's looking for each of us to be able to have multiple long-standing relationships that, that are safe. Mm-hmm. And here's a big one. Here's a third common denominator. And I think this is probably the biggest terror apart uh, part of relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's when we will not forgive. Mm-hmm. You know, when you've been a, fr- you're going to be a friends with somebody over decades, guaranteed there's going to be times where you just don't get each other, you know, mm-hmm. where you're like, mm-hmm. did you really just say that? Did you really just do that? In those periods of time where we are not our stellar selves and we are saying things out of broken places out of overwhelmed or stressed mm-hmm. or wrong priority times or menopause or you know <laughs> what i mean you're saying things that are not consistent with who you really are and the friend gets wounded they get offended they don't forgive and bitter seed goes down that is a relationship killer so a common denominator of relationships that last the decades is I am making a choice already mm-hmm. that if you wound me, yeah, I'm going to hurt. I'm going to mm. talk about it with you, but I'm already choosing that the way I'm going to handle this is to, for, is to forgive. If, if I don't do that, then I step into this self-protective mm. mode and I will say, oh yeah, I'm not going to be around you because all you do is wound That's me. Right. That's and right. man, you pull away at that point. That's right. Then where's the long, where's the relationship, right? Right. At- I've heard a phrase once, I'm sure you did too, Deb, like, would you rather be right or would you rather have relationship? Right. And I think all of us uh, deep down in our hearts, we'd rather have relationship. And yet often in in the heat of the moment, it's like, no, I want to be right. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, when you've been friends for a long time, uh, there's going to be times of different perspectives or opinions and uh, you need to make a choice really at the beginning of the relationship that you're going to forgive offenses as they go forward uh because forgiveness allows the relationship to heal and Mm -hmm. also allows you to get through the awkward time of adjustment after the offense you know how like it's always awkward regardless of like if i've done the offense or somebody else has done the offense when we're really walking out god's forgiveness isn't it interesting like there shouldn't be an awkward time when he's forgiven us and yet we we have an awkward season between people um i would much rather have relationship then be right and mm-hmm. i just think forgiveness is a, a huge key to this that's huge well, the the next one i want to just mention is um these relationships that last for a long time they allow the friendship to adjust with each new season because to think that your friends from second grade of which i have none um you they <laughs> have gone through so many seasons Mm-hmm. And the friendship of the second grader looks very different mm-hmm. of these women all in their fifties, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right? There's going to be different varying degrees of intimacy over the mm-hmm. years because that is life. Things change and you need to be able to adapt with it. Absolutely. A side note here. I did go out to the movies last night with one of those second grade friends. See, right? see, I'm just saying, 
and I'm just saying that it's interesting that when you really are in a, a long-term friendship, um, I, it just flows, right? Because right. that, that strand, that three chord strand is still there. Yeah. It wasn't awkward. It was just so, it's so good to, I don't know, just continues. It's the way God created it just to continue in relationship like that, because we grew in intimacy. We're continuing to do that. Jesus grew in intimacy with his disciples because he was physically close with them for three years. But the situation, you know, changed uh, drastically when he went back to the father, when he ascended into heaven uh, and gave them the gift of the Holy spirit. Like the relationship with Jesus and the disciples continued to grow, but it grew in a different format. Mm-hmm. It's because communication was going to change. Jesus yep. was communicating with them across the table. Now, Jesus, Holy spirit, God, the yep. father, yep. one, one yep. God is now communicating within them yep. through the person of the Holy spirit. Communication changes. It looks a little different but it's still communication. And I think that long-term friendships are going to have seasons where communication is less, mm-hmm. you know, and I, that's not the case with God. Right. But it's, unless it's us not listening to him, but for longtime friends, your schedules are going to be changing. Your priorities are changing. You know, I think of some of the friends that we did things with um, when we had no children, mm-hmm it just looked different. Then you have the first person has the baby and you wonder why don't they respond right away? Yeah. Yeah. Why are they not available? Why do they no longer want to hang out till 10 or 11? Cause they're exhausted. Yes. Right. Yes. And if you're not communicating about what's going on in your schedule, people can make assumptions. Yeah. She's, she's pulling away. Yes. Yes. She's, that's maybe right. she's just a mother who is sleep deprived. Yes. Right. Right. And changing priorities, but it's, it's giving each other the freedom to grow with that, right. To grow mm-hmm. and adjust with change. <laughs> I laugh, Laura, because you and I were roommates. And then there were a couple of years. We didn't really know where each other was mm-hmm. completely different mm-hmm. churches, different yeah, lives. Yeah, yeah. Then you came back into a church that I was in Yep. and we sat at the same table on staff. We had some circles that were together but it, you know, we had certain ministries that were not together. Then you moved, right? You moved and our circles are becoming increasingly more separate, but yet we are giving each other the wings to fly and we're cheering. Mm-hmm. We're cheering mm-hmm. for each other mm-hmm. as we fly. Yep. That's, That's a big right. deal. Cause you can have a whole list of, I know all these ladies that meet in your house for Bible study and your retreats. I don't have a relationship with any of them. That's a very different season and and i have this group you know ocean city yep. bible study you don't know them nope but you cheer right you yes. cheer yes and, yes. I, and I, i'm thankful that even though we don't sit at the same table we email we text and i mean god bless marco polo that's been like a saving thing it has been wonderful I, it has yes. been really wonderful for sure but i don't know I, I don't know if you feel the same way i actually feel closer to you since you moved than then way we used to be, because I don't know, maybe I took it for granted. You were just there. And now I treasure you more. Debbie, I feel the same way about you. And when you said that, I was like, when Jesus went to the father, ah, there you go. And the Holy spirit mm-hmm. was given. It was actually no longer a face to face, but it was a deeper relationship yeah look at the truth they experienced in that next part of their journey i mean that's kind of that's kind of pretty cool right there because i 
I feel the same way with you. When we sat next to the table, we were, we were close. We knew each other and we had a great relationship, but now it's like, it's totally different. And I think that's pretty amazing, honestly. Wow. 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 Okay. We can wrap it up on that. Wow. Moment, Deb, because um, I'm grateful. I'm uh, so grateful for the relationship I have with you. Really grateful for the friends that God has blessed each of us with and really grateful that our third uh, strand in the cord is Jesus Christ, right? So thank you, Lord, for being that strand for us. Um, just really uh, believing and praying that uh, if you're listening to this today, that this blessed you in a specific way. And maybe there's a relationship in, in your story that you look back on one of these things and say, that's what I need to focus on today. You know, as I'm, I'm going on for my relationships to thrive, I want to hit that today. So just ask the Lord uh, what he has for you from what you've just heard, where he might lead you. We're excited to go into the month of October and November with one uh, theme. We're going to do one theme in two months. And man, I almost I'm can't excited. even say this. I almost can't even say this, Deb, because it's just too big. But the, our next uh, our next theme or subject for our podcast episodes is going to be called God Says. Mm-hmm. And we're going to look at what does God say in the word? What truths has God declared in the word that we can live by? Mm-hmm. How do they impact each of our stories? So man, God says will take us through October and November. And then boom, we are in Christmas where we see that the word has come put on flesh. And man, there's no greater word, right? That God said than the word made flesh. So uh, we're excited for the rest of this year. Hope you'll join us as we start a new uh new podcast series next month. Thanks for being here. Thanks for, um, for your support and your prayers. We love you guys. Take care and we'll see you next month. See you guys. We believe that God will use what was shared to encourage you as you step into the more that he has prepared for you today. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, remember you were created for more.